Welcome to the Overnight Trainer Podcast, where each week we talk about all things related to the world of learning and development, including facilitation, instructional design, sales enablement, and so much more. I'm your host, Sarah Canistra, and I'm an L&D strategist and career coach, and I'm here to take the guesswork out of becoming an L&D professional and show you how to unlock continued success in your learning and development career. I'm on a mission to quickly develop the next generation of L&D leaders who are looking to create meaningful and engaging learning experiences. So, if you're looking to transition into L&D for the first time, have found yourself accidentally in a training position, or are working up the ranks as an L&D professional already, you've come to the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Overnight Trainer Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. It is freezing in Austin. I know some of you are in much colder climates, so you're like, "Eh, stop it. Um, But it has been in the 30s here, which is wild because like three weeks ago is 100 degrees. So (laughs) I am working on navigating that. Also the time chain, for some reason, it always hits me so hard. Uh, But I'm so happy you guys are here and hanging out with me today. Uh, We are heading into the holiday season. And so there's a lot a lot going on right now, I know, for a lot of you out there. And I did want to take some time to congratulate one of my clients inside of Fast Track, Danielle, who just landed her dream role. Uh, Danielle came to me, uh, about, but took about six weeks. So we started the program about six weeks ago, uh, six and a half weeks ago. And she was in a, a director level position, but knew that that role wasn't really going anywhere for her. And wanted to find her next big adventure in the learning and development space. And sure enough, was swooped up by her dream company uh, in a dream role for her, making a dream salary. So Danielle, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited. Um, and you just go to sh- goes to show, right, how quickly things can change, right? Six weeks ago, uh, there were no leads, right? And now she is in this dream, dream, dreamy role. Um, and we're six weeks away from the new year. So I know a lot of people... I was just talking about this with my clients this morning. You know, a lot of people slow down their job search or completely stop their job search at this time of the year. And it's so important, you know, if you really are looking for that new role in the new year, it is really important if you have still have some of the energy in you to continue on with your search, not put it on a permanent hold or a long-term hold for the holidays because a lot happens during the holidays. Just last week alone, so, you know, the week of November 7th, I had four people land new roles and they're all starting in the next two to three weeks, right? Prime holiday season. Uh, So really, really important that, you know, I think a lot of, there's a lot of noise out there that says, oh, well, no one's hiring during the holidays. Well, my clients are proving that to be, you know, factually, (laughs) factually false. Uh, Again, four people just last week alone landed their dream L&D roles. Uh, Instructional designer, uh, high level L&D director and leader, I had someone who also landed an L&D specialist role um, and an L&D program manager role. So all within the span of one week. So yeah, if you are thinking it's not possible for you, those four people right there are your proof of concept, my friends. 
All right, so let's get into today's episode. Um, it's a little salty, <laughs> as you can tell by the top, the the title of it, which is why L and D job titles mean nothing. Uh, maybe by the time this airs, I'll have uh, softened that up a little bit. But that's my working title, so uh, we'll we'll see what this ends up being. But you know, it's so interesting because one of the reasons, even why I I started this company and and started this process. Um, I knew I wanted to coach people, you know, in the learning and development space, specifically around careers. I know you could hear my dog barking in the background. Um, but one of the reasons why I got into this space is because I was seeing so many people posting around how they were applying to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of roles and hearing nothing. And I, the first person I ever coached was in that same boat. She was looking to leave the classroom. She was a science teacher, uh, a middle school science teacher, and she wanted to leave the classroom, but was applying to hundreds and hundreds of roles and not hearing anything. And when I heard that, it, it surprised me because I thought, how could you align with hundreds and hundreds of roles? And when I think about the careers I've had in my life, right, and the roles that I've applied to, and even thinking about the roles I've hired for, right? Like how, how could someone realistically feel that they align with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of roles? Um, and, and the alignment goes deeper, right? Not even just the, the role alignment, but also the company alignment. And so that's when I really started to think about this idea of the fact that not all L&D job titles are created equally. And I know that personally because I've written hundreds of job descriptions myself. And I want to kind of walk you all through the back end of it first before we kind of talk about why why it's an issue. But you know, from a back end perspective, when I, you know, as I've led LD teams and even with my executive coaching clients and I'm helping them uh, write their job descriptions, they're really writing that job description around what that organization needs, what that team needs, you know, what the manager needs, right? So you have to think about that, that, you know, how not only when you're applying to hundreds of roles, you're basically saying that you, that you're in alignment with all of those organizations needs, all of those department needs and all of those managers needs. And that's why when you look at all these different job descriptions, if you were to pull up today three instructional designer roles at three different companies, even if those companies are similar in the field or industry or size or culture, whatever it is, you're essentially reading three different job descriptions. And that's because every organization is unique. On top of that, the department itself is unique in what it needs from this role. And the manager is unique in what they need from this role. And so that's why it's really important to understand that every role that you see, right, it's written by by a person, and usually written by a person who has a view of what they need in this role. And so what the reason why I say the job title means nothing is because it doesn't really tell you, the title doesn't really tell you exactly what this role is going to be. And like I said, I use that example. You can pull up today three different instructional designer roles and you're reading three different job descriptions, even though the title is all the same. And when I think about this in terms of my clients, I posted about this a couple weeks ago on LinkedIn. But recently, actually, even just last week, I had a client uh, who got hired as a learning and development specialist role. And I get a lot of DMs from people saying, oh, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be a learning and development specialist. And I'm like, okay, and do what? right? And do what? And the reason why I ask that is because every single client I've had, 
At this point, I've had over 200 clients, but every single one that I've had that has landed a learning and development specialist role, it's been a completely different role than the person before. So for example, I had a client a few months ago who landed a learning and development specialist role. That role is primarily facilitation. So they're facilitating, they're facilitating onboarding, um, they're doing a lot of new hire content creation, but mostly it's around the facilitation piece, the coordinating of new hire orientations, getting them set up for success. It's really, really niche, but that title is called a learning and development specialist, and that's what they're focused on. I have another client who recently got a learning and development specialist role as well, and they are mostly doing curriculum design, content design, instructional design, essentially. Uh, they're doing a little bit of facilitation here and there, but really what they're focusing on is creating educational content. And then I have another client who a couple months ago landed an L&D specialist role who is leading the learning and development function for their organization. Uh, they are a small team, a team of one. Uh, they're reporting directly into the head of HR and they're responsible for building out the learning and development strategy. So you can see here, when you look at three different, these three roles, even though they're titled exactly the same, they're so incredibly different. And so what, what I see people do is they say, okay, I wanna be a learning and development specialist. To me, that means nothing. That means absolutely nothing. If you wanna be a learning and development specialist, that is not telling me anything about what it is you actually want to do. And so what I really encourage you all to do is to think beyond titles. Right? Think beyond those L&D titles that are out there because right now, as of you know, what, last week, two weeks ago, there are over 1 million learning and development and learning and development adjacent roles out there. And so again, you're gonna come across the same title over and over again, but they're going to mean something different. So I really encourage you to start to look at it from a different perspective, right? It's starting to look at that alignment. And rather than you trying to fit the box, right, of every learning and development specialist role or every instructional designer role, you know, I have uh, recently in the last couple months, I have had, uh, you know, and not even the last couple months, in all honesty, this is probably, it's been a theme for a long time. But in the last year, I've had at least three different clients that have come to me after months and months and months and months of looking for instructional designer roles with no look. So again, these people, I, I get people who come in a very similar spot where they've you know, applied to a lot of roles and haven't had any luck yet. And so what I did with them was getting really, really clear on what their niche was. And you know, y'all know I've talked about this incessantly. <laughs> and I talk about it incessantly because it is what I see as the number one propeller to move you forward in this process is finding what your niche is. And I have several different podcast episodes about that, but high level really quickly, you know, finding your niche is the intersection between the transferable skills that you want to have and utilize, the interests that you have, as well as your values. And we put all those together, it's that's how we find what the right role at the right company looks like for you and the right roles at the right companies, shall we say. Right. So really figuring out what is that niche? And again, when I say niche, the way I want you to visualize it is when you are applying to hundreds and hundreds of roles or even tens and tens of roles, right? Dozens and dozens of roles or, you know, however many roles you're applying to. What happens is, especially in the beginning, is that you are tr constantly trying to fit yourself into their box. And the way that you'll know that is if you are constantly updating your resume every single time you apply for a role, you are trying to fit into someone else's box. 
That is plain and simple. That is the number one way to, un to know if you're trying to fit into someone else's box is if you are updating your resume every single time you apply for a role, okay? On the flip side, when you find your L&D niche, again, the intersection between what the what your transferable skill set is, your interests are, and your values, and you craft a resume around that, you are now building your own box. And the goal of building your own box is to then say, hey, here are all these things that are important to me. Here's these transferable skills. Here are the interests that I have. Here are the values. Here's what I wanna be doing in my next role. Getting really crystal clear on that and you create that resume around that, right? Then you can look for roles that fit inside your niche, right? And you are fitting, finding roles that fit inside of your own box. And that expedites this process. This quantum leaps this process. And most importantly, besides those two things, is it exposes you to roles you never ever thought of or could imagined or had even heard of. You know, so for example, I had a client who came to me, it's like earlier in the year, even though it was maybe last year, uh, who was a former K-12 science teacher and said, hey, came to me and said, I know I'm interested in becoming an instructional designer. We worked together and as we really dove deep into figuring out what her niche was, she realized she didn't want to be an instructional designer in the way that she thought she had to be, right? She thought that was the only thing a former K-12 educator could be. And so really when we started to understand, you know, what it is that she really loved, it was bringing people together, bringing communities together um, and, and over a, a shared experience or a shared piece of technology or a shared learning experience. And as she started to look at, you know, in her K through 12 experience and, and experience even working in the hospitality industry, you know, she really reflected on the skills that she had and the interests that she had. And we identified that her sweet spot and a big area that her niche revolved around was creating what's called communities of practice, which is huge in the L&D space. And she realized she'd been doing that for decades, for decades. And so she really started to understand that that was a sweet spot for her. And so as she started to look for roles that fit into her niche of being able to create communities of practice, facilitate them, right, take them to the next level, right, she founded and landed a role as an enablement program manager. Again, if she was just looking for instructional design roles, she never would have found that. And actually she got that role because she created a personal brand around creating communities of practice and her hiring manager found her on LinkedIn and reached out to her for this job, right? So that's a whole nother, lots of podcast episodes on that. But again, she would never have found that role and or even been offered that role or sought for that role if she hadn't created that personal brand around communities of practice, if she never, right, going back, right, even later, if she ever found her niche, right? If she had just said, I wanna be an instructional designer and put that out there, this person would have never reached out to her because it wasn't in alignment. But she found her niche and now she's an enablement program manager at the VP level, let me tell you. Um, all right, another client of mine came in, wanted to be an instructional designer. Again, this person was already a, a, a learning and development facilitator, so they've been doing training, but wanted to move up in her career and thought instructional design was the next thing. But again, as we figured out what her niche was, where her strengths and her skill set was, her interests, we really figured out that for her, right, the idea of strategy and putting pieces of the puzzle together, working with stakeholders, looking at the big picture versus being the one to actually do the work, not obviously she's doing work, but, you know, to be the ones putting the, physically putting the curriculum together, that was more of what was in alignment. That was her box. And so she landed a role as a learning strategist. 
And then I had another client who's a former higher ed um, academic advisor, right? She came again, wanting to be an instructional designer, actually got an instructional designer role and realized this is not what I want to be doing. And so we started working together at that point. And she figured out through understanding and diving deep, I, she get, did so much freaking work, I'm so proud of her, that she actually wanted to be a project manager. She didn't even necessarily wanna be in learning and development, right? She wanted to take these skills that she had and be a project manager. Really, really, when she looked at why she wanted to be an instructional designer, it's because she wanted to oversee those kind of high level, all those pieces of the puzzle coming together, but never realized that project manager could be a role for her. So three examples there are people just looking for a title, but landing something completely different. So when you look at it kind of in two camps, right? The first camp is that the titles mean nothing because they're written from a hiring manager's point of view and what they need, what their organization needs, what the department needs, right? So of course, every role you look at is gonna be written differently because it is different, right? And then on the flip side of that, if you're just looking for specific roles, you're missing out on so many, so many opportunities for you out there. So how do we avoid this, right? Again, I'm going to harp on it a zillion times. I know people make fun of me, but I'm going to keep saying it until, until everyone in the world has found their L&D niche, okay? I'm on a mission here. Um, but it's finding that niche and it's getting really, really clear about what the right role at the right company looks like for you. And again, it's not naming the role or naming the company. It's understanding what skills and interests you're going to utilize in your next role and what values you are going to have in alignment with the next company that you go to. Because you can find the dream role, but hate your company. And I promise you, you will hate your existence. I've experienced that many, many times. I've seen clients come who have had the roles of their life that they love, but they just, I had someone DM me today, loves, loves, loves her job, hates her boss, <laughs> hates her company, right? Looking to leave. So really keep that in mind. And then again, you could love your company. You could love what they do and the values they have, but really not find happiness inside of your role. So the work that I do with you all is figuring out that beautiful intersection between the skills that you have, the interests you have, the values you have, and creating a box. And it's not just saying, okay, great, now I've created my box and I wanna be an instructional designer or a learning strategist or a program manager or enablement program manager, right? No, 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 no. You know, when I say work, you know, figure out your niche, niche is not a job title. Your niche is a statement. Your niche is a way of life. <laughs> I'm really up here in my niche soapbox right now. But it really is. It is a way of life. I'm going to make shirts that say that. Your L&D niche is a way of life. Let me know if you, if you want one. I'm going to get a merch store up here soon. But in all seriousness, uh, once we figured out my, these clients' niche, and I talk about the instructional design uh, clients that came to me, right? They were able to identify roles beyond that. And that's what I want for you all, right? I don't want you, and I'm not saying that instructional design or L&D specialist, I'm not saying that that sells you short by any means. You may very well land in an L&D specialist role or an instructional designer role. Just had a client in Fast Track. She's been in there for like two weeks, just landed an instructional design role. And she's super, super pumped about it, right? So again, it's not saying stay away from those, but what I'm saying is that there's so many opportunities out there. And if you're just focusing on one, one title, you are going to drive yourself mad, right? It is, what, what's the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So if you're applying to the same title over and over again and expecting that one to be the one that hits, 
I'm just going to put that there for you. I want you to think about that. Are you doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results? So if you are ready to actually get different results, I do want to invite you into the Nail Your Niche live workshop series. So I do this once a year. Um, at the end of the year, so kind of gear us up for, for the next year. I cannot believe it's almost 2023. Uh, and I am doing, it's a two-week live group coaching program all around finding your niche. So if you are ready to stop throwing spaghetti at the wall, stop doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, if you want to get crystal clear on what your L&D niche is, you want to figure out what that box is and really be able to set yourself up for success in finding this new role, especially during the holiday season, I invite you to join us inside of Nail Your Niche Live. It's going to be epic. A uh, couple different things that we're going to do inside of it. One is that there'll be an asynchronous drip uh for all uh, the actual coursework. So you'll get to do that on your own time. Um, so you'll have to show up for a, a live session to learn. Um, that will be available. You know, you have a, all of you have a lot going on. So every couple of days, you'll get a new module that will drop. Uh, in between, though, we are going to have a group chat. So a group Voxer, if you're not familiar with it, that's how I do all of my coaching, uh, where you'll get daily access to ask me questions and we'll group chat uh, and text back and forth inside of there, plus two live Q&A sessions with me. So we'll do one um, in the middle to kind of answer any mid questions and one at the end as well to wrap up any questions. So I will be there to support you daily for two weeks. We'll be spending that time together. It will be epic. Last year, I think we had 25 people uh, go through the program last year. It was amazing. Uh, the amount of people who were then able just in a few short weeks after that to land their roles was game changing. So uh, come and join us live. Uh, right now, if you're listening to this when this comes out, it is on a pre-pre-pre-sale price. Um, so on Thursday, the, let me look at the calendar here. Let's say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, so on Thursday, the 18th, the pre-pre-sale ends. So if you are listening to this live or the day after it goes live, so let's see, uh, the 15th or the 16th. Oh, I can't do math. Um, so the 17th. <laughs> The 17th is when it is when the uh when it goes live to the public. So if you are listening to this on the 15th or the 16th and you want to get in at the early, early bird rate, uh, it is available for you. So make sure to email me, hello at theovernighttrader.com, or you can DM me on LinkedIn and I'll send you the link directly. It is not up yet, so no one can find it yet. I have to send it to you directly. Um, after Thursday, it will go up to its normal sale price. Um, and then there is a special bonus. Uh, for the first 10 people who register. And we already have four people in. So if you want to be one of the next six to get a very, 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 very special bonus that I am not saying out loud, uh, you can also feel free to email me and get on Nail Your Niche Live. We're going to have so much fun. So again, email me, hello at theovernighttrainer.com, DM me uh, for the link. And we are going to officially kick off on the, I think the 28th, Monday, the 28th. So the first Monday, the Monday after Thanksgiving. Um, and we'll be together for two weeks. So if you are ready to get that live support for me, you want to find your niche, you are done spinning your wheels, throwing spaghetti, all the things, come and join us inside of there. All right. I'll talk to y'all next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If it resonated with you in any way, please let me know by subscribing, liking, and leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you on how you're using these tools as well as what you want to hear more of. So connect with me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra, send me a DM, or email me at hello at theovernighttrainer.com. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next week, stay learning.